Hello and welcome to Virtual Team Dynamics, the Old Fire podcast, episode number one. My name is Francis Norman. I'm the founder and principal consultant at Old Fire. We specialize in helping organizations get the most from their virtual teams through understanding how team members interact, the dynamics of virtual teams, if you like. Since this is our first podcast, I thought we would spend this time together discussing what a virtual team is and how they have evolved, how they work, and how they are now being used commonplace to benefit industry and to benefit the individuals employed in them. Virtual teams came about oh, 20 years ago during the, uh, during the early days of the real um, expansion of the internet and the, and the ability for, for individuals and for organizations to begin to work remotely, effectively, and to leverage the, the, the technology that was becoming available through the internet. As time has gone by, the, the, um, the, the use of this technology has become very, very commonplace. Organizations now don't think anything about deploying email, about putting out um, video conferences, about using Skype and tools of that nature to help their people communicate better across the globe and across the cities. In the in the growth of these groups, though, and in the growth of this technology, the individuals working within it really, in many, many ways, have been left behind. The people who were expected to work in these virtual teams get very little more training than they used to do just to work as individuals in their ordinary day-to-day jobs and in their ordinary occupations. So the... So the the challenge for industry and the challenge for, for a lot of workforce these days is how to get the most from the people, not so much to get the most from the technology. The technology is there. It's existing. It's, it's available. It's very strong and it's very reliable. But the people that have to work with it are still facing the same challenges that they did when they would join the workforce when this technology didn't exist. So the the forms that virtual teams take, we have we have individuals who work remote from each other. So you may have a large organization where one or two individuals work remote, working from home, specialists who work in other countries or in other cities or in other parts of the same cities. These specialists and this distributed team is one of the different models. You have a model where you just have a group of, well, a group, you have lots of individuals who work independently together. So they're all located in separate spots, maybe in ones, maybe in twos, maybe in threes and fours, but still they have to come together to work to deliver whatever the whatever the business outcome or whatever the social outcome is that they've been charged with. Then at the extreme large scale end of a virtual team, you'll have a situation where you have very large groups of people working in a number of different locations around the world or around a city. This can be hundreds to thousands of people in each location. And again, the challenges for these people, how to get the best, how to work together, how to share the work that they've got, how to share the challenges that they've got to make sure that they are effective. These different groups, these different ways that virtual teams form and the different ways that they deliver and the different ways that they interact have an enormous out outcome effect. Um, if, if they're effective, if the individuals in there are able to work together and are able to communicate well together, 
the, the group that they are forming a part of, whether it be a project or whether it be a business that goes long, long, long term into this, they have a chance to be really seriously effective and really seriously competitive on a world scale. But so often the communications and the ability and the training and the development and the support that these teams have is lacking and it's lacking in such a way that the people working within the teams are simply unable to deliver the work that they really want to deliver. So you have short-term virtual teams. You could have a team where typically everybody is working together but a specific need occurs and they would adopt or co-opt one or two members from somewhere else either within their own organization or within an external organization to support the work that's happening. These teams form for a very short period of time, deliver the work that they have to deliver, and then disperse. The there are many challenges with these short-term virtual teams, which we'll talk about in subsequent podcasts. Specifically, the challenges come about because people in those situations haven't worked together before, usually, and may have never worked before in a remote situation. Then you have the long-term virtual teams. These are, these are virtual teams which can run f between months and years, and it becomes business as normal in many, many cases. The people will work together, they'll learn how to work together, they'll learn how to, how to form their teams and how to share the work around. However, the early phases of these can be very, very challenging. The major changes within the work requirements that occur at various stages within projects and various stages within a, within a business, they can have a big effect and a big impact on the way that the people that are in that team will interact. New people come in, people leave, the, the relationships change, the history is lost, um, people get promoted, people, people just move on to other projects. So even though there may be a long-term virtual team, still the challenges remain of maintaining that level of trust and that level of communication within the team as it moves forward. So from all of this you can see that there is no such thing as one single defined virtual team. There are all different types, sizes, shapes and forms of virtual teams. Virtual teams can be um, can be a team where everybody speaks the same language. Everybody may even live and work in the same city. Um, but then you can also have virtual teams where almost every individual in there has a different native tongue and they are then have to find a common language they can speak across, across the project. There are different cultural challenges, there are different time challenges when you have people located in different time zones, getting them to be able to communicate. Huge amounts of different things that occur that, that put roadblocks and obstacles in the way of the people working in these teams that prevent them from being as effective and efficient as they mostly would love to be. So hopefully this podcast has given you a little bit of an introduction into some of the challenges of virtual teams. The aim is over the coming weeks and months and years to produce a series of these podcasts that, that will individually address different facets and factors within a virtual team environment and hopefully that, uh, that we'll continue to share the, the knowledge and the learning and the experience that comes from just working with these teams week on week, year on year, for many, many years. Um, if you want to know more about what we do, the, uh, the Ulfire website has a number of different articles that, that we publish fairly regularly. 
The uh, website can be found at www.ulfire.com.au and I very much look forward to speaking to you again. Thank you very much.